This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. This is Stewart's Day. I've got uh, how many generations, Three Larry? Three generations. Three generations. And if we'd have brought Miles with us, it'd have been four. Oh, that would have been great. It would have been. He was afraid he'd get shooting basketball over there and interfere with the show. You know, I, I used to think about you, how good in at basketball that you said you were. <laughs> and uh, that was one of the more interesting things because I, I, I had uh, a, a young lady in yesterday, and she said you couldn't hold a candle to her. Well, now, first of all, she didn't say that. That was out there. Well, no, that was that was off in, out of your mind, uh-huh. hers. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly who you're talking about. And she's a lady, and she would not say something like that, an untruth like that. She's a lady, but she's a very competitive she lady. She most certainly was on the basketball court, I can yeah. tell you that. And, and I'd say she's the same way at Nissan. Now, you have your sweet granddaughter who is here from Oklahoma, Oklahoma. right? And she spent most of her life, well, no, I guess... About well, the same in Texas as she did in Oklahoma, no, right? She's just moved to Oklahoma the last two or three years. But oh. She, she was raised partly here. We came by uh, a Darce Todd's house a while ago, and she babysat everybody in Ruff's County, I reckon. And she got to reminiscing about going to Aunt Doris's house. But she left here before she got kindergarten and went to Texas. Mm-hmm. And then she'd gone to, now she lives in Bixby, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. It's Where a is that? T- town about like Auburn Town, Tennessee, probably. Where is it, uh, no, Adrian? Outside of Tulsa. Outside of Tulsa. That's not close to Mickey Mantle's birthplace, is well, it? Well, who cares? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest baseball player that ever you know, lived. Down into Alabama where Hank Aaron and Willie Mays was from, yeah. then you'll f- find a ball player. Uh, you went to dancing school in Alabama? I, I want to hear about that because um, we had dancing schools here, and they were mostly uh, country square, type. Square dancing. Yeah, square dancing, yeah. No, so I was in a pre-professional ballet company outside of Dallas in Allen, Texas, mm-hmm. and I tried out to be in the American Ballet Theater Summer Intensive, and I got in, and Alabama hosted that. you got to be kidding yeah, me. Yeah, it was fun. That's about the only time my mom's side of the family came to see me dance because they're big Alabama fans. <laughs> now, you, did you dance on your toes, or how did you do that? I did. Yeah. So Ballerina. it's ballet. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
So why didn't you continue that on? Um, Her toes got sore, I guess. It's very intense. She had hip surgery, too. Oh. Yes, I had hip surgery, had knee surgery, and I just said I was done. Was that because of your dancing? Yes. Oh, wow. I've been doing it since she was three. Yes. Huh. Now, who made you do it? I did. I wanted to do it. Oh, really? (laughs) What was it that caught your attention? Because being from... I don't know. Seeing cats. Going to see cats in New York, Yes. That and Britney Spears and Shania Twain. I was always dancing in the living room. What did you know about the movie Cats? I've heard her talk about it, oh. and I'm sitting here wondering, since you got all these joints that's failing you, did you ever do any dancing? Trish? No. Oh. Well, it <laughs> I had no rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> when you play football, you can't dance, oh, yeah. believe me. You're going to have to be too smart to play football. Or basketball. I had, speaking of that, Yes. Uh, my second year in junior college, my roommate was Mike Dungan. From Arkansas, Truman, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. He was that was named guard. after me. I know it. Yeah. He was our point guard. Him uh-huh. and his wife came through from. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh, God. Uh, all over my leg. Came through from Florida to stop and saw a Sunday night, and we really had a, a good visit. Mm-hmm. A good guy. He, could, he was tough nut. Well, this is mostly, I know you and I are talking, but this is the ladies' day. Well, let's let them have it. Yeah, and I know uh, Bobby wanted to say congrats to a a number of people this morning. And then uh, I'm going to hand my uh, headphone over to Janie. I'm just here to visit. Yeah, I think that would be the biggest mistake we could possibly (laughs) make. Yeah. Well, we got some birthdays. that have happened mm-hmm. since the last time we were here. Jim Simpson at MTSU had a birthday yesterday, and my is granny- he still there? Yeah, yes. well, he's retired. But he's he's retired, but he's still got okay. his fingers in the pie. Okay. And uh, my grandson's girlfriend Sydney had her big 25th birthday that we're still celebrating mm-hmm. this past week. And uh, the three kids that we raise, Addie Bell, Walton, and Ridge. They all celebrated a, their birthday at the beach at St. George Island. Wow. Addie was 16. Walton was 14. Ridge was four. And they had a grand time down there. And Ronnie Martin had a birthday last week. Wish him a happy belated How birthday. How old is Ronnie? He's a little and older than Peggy, 25. Peggy's got a birthday coming up. Peggy Hollinsworth. Mm-hmm. Samantha Lahue. There's a lot of these birthdays in July and August. Samantha Lahue and Terry Lahue mm-hmm. got birthdays coming up. And that's all the birthdays I can think of. If anybody else has got any want to throw in there. I don't have any birthdays, but we have some condolences. Yeah. Uh, we want to send it out to the Hopkins family, mm-hmm. T.L., Danny, and Kim, who lost their sister, Carolyn, uh, yesterday. Mm. And, and our old buddy... Mike Lawrence. Yes. He passed away, and uh, he he was special. One of the greatest guys that ever graced this county. Yeah. Our state. He saved some kids uh, early uh, on in his life did. when he still had his sight. He did. And, A lot of. Them. Yeah. And then after uh, he lost his sight, he still went fishing and could throw the the bait right next to the 
the edge of the water. Yeah. Probably was, better than anybody. It was amazing what he could do. Yeah. And he could uh, shoot the basketball. He would play you in the game of horse mm -hmm. if you were outside and you would bang on the goalpost so he'd know where it was. Yeah. He told me one last time I talked to him that he was playing a guy in horse. They were outside and they had some of his little short posts to keep people from driving on there. Mm -hmm. And that guy got to hitting on the post. And so Mike thought the goal was over here, and the guy beat him. He said, it's pretty bad for a guy to take advantage of a blind man in a game of horse. I said, yeah, it really is. Because he was a super guy. Now, Adrian, being in Oklahoma, is, is that a different life than what you're used to here and in Texas also? It is very different from Texas, I would say. It's a lot of a slower pace. You know, Dallas, with all the big companies that have moved their headquarters out yeah. there, it's brought a lot of people, a lot of people. And I don't know, it's just a lot of a slower pace. Dallas is a whole different type of vibe. Yeah. I mean, you can feel it when you cross the state lines. You feel like you're in NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> does it, does it kind of resemble this area here uh, where you are? In Bigsby? No. Uh, well, maybe more readable. It's not yeah. big like Murfreesboro at all. Hmm. It's more like Woodbury or out where Mimi and Papa live in readable. Yeah. Now, you've done so well with uh, your grandparents because every time they get a, uh, a little thing that goes wrong with them, uh, Bobby uh, banging her ankle on something or whatever, you come flying up here. What 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 is it that that draws you to them and and you, you want to make sure that they're taken care of? Um, because you know Jenny's always she's there just about every day interfering with what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know my dad would do the same if he could, mm -hmm. and I was always raised right. You're a long way from him. I then. know. I'm for, about four hours away from him. Wow. Yes. I thought it'd be longer than that. No. Isn't it kind of like West Texas a little bit? Mm -mm. No. It's Dallas. East Texas. Northeast. Well, that's, yeah, it's Northeast, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, but he's he's not right in Dallas, is he? No, he's outside of Dallas. Yeah. I, I've been down there a number of times in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I actually went to a, one of the little schools there trying to find out some of the things that they were doing there, but... I like that area. It, it, it's, it's, there's always something to do, no matter yes. what, where you're going or what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Cowboys used to have a pretty good football team. Yeah, they but They're coming back. Why? <laughs> I don't think so. They still got the same owner, haven't they? Yep. That's why they're coming back. He's gonna make. He's gonna make it happen. He's an Arkansas boy. That's right. Played at the University of Arkansas. With uh, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. They were teammates. Yeah, they were teammates. They both played in the line, didn't they? I think so. There's probably too slow playing where else. Yeah. Well, what's going on, Janie? I'm going to give you the. No, you talk. I don't care. What do you want me to talk about? Hey, keep on. We'll, we'll own this show. <laughs> I don't think I want to own this show. You don't? We went to the lake last weekend, and we had Aya and her husband and two kids up there as well. We had a big time. It and was fun. My son could never say Andrea 
when he was little. So it's always been Aya. That's what we called her. So. Your daddy can't say it either. Well, there's lots of stuff daddy can't say, and there's lots of stuff daddy shouldn't say. <laughs> Did y'all well, celebrate Ronnie's birthday? You know, I was scheduled to be off that day, mm -hmm. and I came into work just because it was his birthday. Oh, you got a free meal? No, we bought his lunch that day, Smarty oh, wow. Pants. You, uh, was it Chop House? It was. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Sure was. He had a good birthday. Now, what else is going on? Working, well, working. Mm -hmm. Well, it is the Truman Show. <laughs> did you talk about Mike and Effie coming into town? I did. I did. I didn't hear that. And uh, also, my first year roommate, uh, I lost him. He passed away and was had a memorial service for him in Wise, Virginia, Sunday. And uh, we didn't get to go, but he uh, he was he was my buddy. He was a little older than the rest of us because he quit school when he was a what sophomore and started driving a coal truck. And then he came to down to junior college, went to summer school, took a GED test. And so he, he was 84. And mm. uh, they had a memorial service for him Sunday. And uh, we'll miss old T-Bone, Ira Joe Lewis. We called him T-Bone. Now, don't ask me why, because that's what he told us to call him. Yeah. Now, was he played on a basketball team with you? Right. Did he ever receive a pass from you? Not from me, but he did from Mike. I just told you, Mike's job was to get the ball to me and T-Bone. Now, T-Bone was the best player we had. Yeah. Of course, you know, when you get that extra couple years, it, it, you get better. You know, yeah. It was all better the first year we was out of school because, you know, uh, I, I was uh, – like the first college game I played in was on my 18th birthday. Most everybody's 20, mm -hmm. and uh, T-Bone was older. And he was – we had a good team, uh, two years undefeated and won a state championship. And uh, T-Bone was all-state both years, and uh, he could he could certainly play. He was he was on the high – went to high school with Carol Dale in Wise, mm -hmm. Virginia. And Carol Dale was Bart Starr's favorite receiver with the Green Bay Packers. When they won he all, was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. When they won all the the championships, and uh, they uh, Carol Dale played football and basketball at Wise, and then the last time I was up there, he was the athletic director at Wise College, and uh, great guy, great guy. He he had it over his office door the uh, Vince Lombardi saying, mm -hmm. "The harder I work, the luckier I get." Yeah. And I think that's true with everybody. Now, you, when you had a chance to play at, at Kentucky, uh, have you ever regretted uh, making the decision that you made as far as not going with Rupp and holding your uh, oh, wedding off for another five or six years or anything like that? How do you expect me to answer that question, Truman? With, but the answer is no. Uh, and I think I could have probably played at Kentucky. They were down those two years I would have been there. And then Pat Riley and that bunch came on, and they got pretty good in 66. But no, uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and getting married was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was special, wasn't it? it because was. you not only got married to a very special lady, you got to move into – an area 
that's probably different from any other that you could have gone to. Well, and it was also the best place we had ever lived. Yeah. And I didn't know until sociology class, the third day of class, we toured the slums of Murfreesboro, and the first place we stopped was my house. And I said, I live right there. And the professor said, well, this is what we built to clean up the slums. And they had some at Murfreesboro back in those days. But, man, it was great. We had running water. We had a heater. You didn't have to put any wood in. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was great. And indoor plumbing. Indoor plumbing. Uh, and you could walk right across the store, across the road to the store. And Jimmy Montgomery's brother owned it. And if you didn't have money for a carton of Cokes, you could pay him later. He was a whole lot like LDAG. You know. And he knew the people that lived over there. We didn't have much money. and uh, But uh, he helped us. Were most of them athletes that lived over there? A lot of them were because they were tearing down the old uh, married housing on campus. Mm -hmm. The the housing they brought in from the base. So a lot of them were. A lot of them were residents of of Westview. uh, But there were a lot of. uh, One of them was the governor's daughter. Uh, It was boy played on our team. He married the governor's daughter. Yeah. She slept in the and governor's mansion one night and then the housing project the next. But she was just one of us. Great, great gal. Still here. We still get with them and on a lot of reunions those, and stuff. A lot of those residents over there were Seward's Air Force Base. Yeah, right. Some of some hmm. lived in Seward. I don't know why, because they had housing down there, but some of them lived in the projects. Matter of fact, our neighbors on one side, uh, were Air Force people. Neighbors on the other side was a, a boy that I couldn't stand in high school because he played for the next county and we never could beat him. And then they came down here and we got to be best friends because he lived, and his wife lived next door to us. Why did they tear down the, the, the marriage housing over there? I don't know. I guess it's because it was, according to Phil Meadows, it was, it was so bad in Ray Hughes and some of them. Married housing at the college back in those days, they had moved Seward Air Force Base pro, uh, housing over there. Barracks. And the, the barracks. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the walls were super thin and about ready to fall down, so they decided to build new brick married housing on campus. So they moved all those college couples that were living there, they moved them out to the February, uh, January Street Housing Project. Hmm. That was that was fairly new. I don't know when the project was built, but we moved in in '62, and it was it was fairly new. Yeah, I remember them. Uh, actually, they were pretty nice, they most were. of them at at that they time. Were. We had a two bedroom, and on the weekends you could go up in your upstairs bedroom and look out the back window and, and watch the fights. <laughs> That'd be sometimes it was husband and wife. Sometimes it was well, two got, men or two women. They got but, pretty rowdy on weekends over there. Mm-hmm. Did Did y'all get to do any any of that activity? Uh, we tried to shy away from that, well, we and got, we certainly didn't want to be the star of the show. So we, all the all the couples that we knew, we got together and bought a case of beer and played charades and beer. things like that. A yeah. case of beer. Yeah. There'd be ten of us to take us uh, two weeks to drink it all. But when we got our scholarship money. And we had money, we splurged. You know, we would, sometimes we'd go all the way to Nashville and get a crystal. You know, that's back when you had to go to Nashville. And now that they're here, I very seldom eat one. But we used to go, oh, at least two or three times a month. 
Did you drive past that liquor store that's right there on the Davidson Rutherford County line? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that was the only one, you know, back then. Yeah. It wasn't in Rutherford County, but, oh, yeah. But the, it was down there on Thompson Lane, that, where that crystal yeah. was. And there was a drive-in theater there. And then we'd stop at Zayers, that store, store sort of like Roses, and we'd spend all day just touching stuff. We couldn't afford to buy anything, but we'd just touch it and want it. Now, I can see Bobby doing a lot of that stuff, but I can't see you. Most of it was fishing stuff for me, and they had a, a good supply. And uh, LD had fishing stuff. Not not, not back then. He, he did, didn't? But not, it was a coast. But this place was a lot bigger. And then yeah. Later on, Olin Bell had green fields. I remember where, that. Where AG's was on Vine Street. Olin Bell's a good kitchen boy. Oh, yeah. Well... He says he is. Yeah. He he was last gases first, and then they moved, and he could he lived on Deal Lane. I mean, he could walk to Murphy. Oh yeah. He went to Kittrell, but he didn't like it. He always wanted to be back at last gases, and uh, he goes with us a lot up to the Amish. Anyway, I'm kicked over here. One of the one of the. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, one of the memories from the early days mm -hmm. that we were married, we saved S&H green stamps that we got at Piggly Wiggly. I remember those. And down yes. Broadway yeah. Mobile. And we would save up and save up, and most of our furniture in the housing project and, and out in the country, too, mm -hmm. came from service merchandise on Thompson Lane. Yeah. Lamps, sleeping bags. <laughs> coffee tables, you name it, we would save those stamps and go down there and go shopping and then eat and just yeah. had a good time. We, we were all living high back then, mm -hmm. uh, but we were poor. Every one of us were poor but we almost we back in that it, time. No. Else was. Now, our first living room set when we moved into the housing project came from Railroad Salvage. Remember Railroad Salvage yeah. down at Darwin's Market? Mm -hmm. It was, what was it? Nine-piece nine living room set. Now, there was a couch. If you lifted the back off of it, it made a bed, so that's two. Mm -hmm. And then there was two end tables. And a that's chair. four. And a chair. Couch, chair, two end tables, two lamps. That's seven. And four and ashtrays. Four ashtrays. <laughs> that was that was a nine-piece. Four ashtrays was a part of it. Did your uh, relatives from Kentucky ever come down and uh, visit while y'all, I'm sure they wanted to watch yes. you play ball. Yeah, they came down, and uh, Bob, Bobby's daddy, the living room suit that we bought with nine pieces, about the third day we had it, it fell apart. Mm. So we went somewhere and picked up some scrap lumber, I don't know where it was, but we remade that couch and while he was down here. But yeah, my mom and daddy came, and then there was a, after after I got out of college, there was a boy from my high school that came down here to play, and his girlfriend would come down and stay with us and go to the games. Wow. What's the music I hear? They won't take a break. Oh, I figured that. Is it break? All right. Time? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let, let's let them have it for a little while. All right.
Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Why move into a new house and, and leave a home that you already have memories with and, and sentimental value, and we can come in, and, and whether you want to totally remodel your house or if you just want to update your kitchen and bathroom, we can help with any of those things. So when we decided to redo the playroom, it was obvious. We called Farrow Construction. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. Fair Construction Company. Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, The Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch The Del Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing. I can remember back in the early days how much information we were going to give the public. We give them nothing, we don't give them anything. Don't miss the wake up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. 90% of people will fake laugh when they don't understand what someone said to them. (laughs) (laughs) We really made that serious, didn't we? Weekday mornings from (laughs) 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Summer is the season of fun. Here's some tips to make sure you enjoy yours. Tip number one, lawn darts still aren't a good idea. Ouch, these things should be illegal. I think they are. Tip number two, you're never too old to chase the ice cream truck. Hey! Slow down! I just want a dreamsicle! And tip number three, if you're looking for some real summer fun, play the Summer Instant Games only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. John here, reporting from the Tennessee Lottery Summer Games. Today we have Erica from Knoxville and Janet from Memphis, a dynamic duo going for the green and synchronized scratching. And they're off. The scratching has just begun, and oh boy, oh boy, is this a feat of athleticism. Look at the dexterity of their fingers and the ferocious tenacity of this team and the vice grip on that coin. They're going all the way. They've just won the green! Do you have what it takes to be a big winner this summer? Play the Summer Instant Games with chances to win up to $500,000 only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Ethics charges are being dropped against Coffee County District Attorney Craig Northcott. The Board of Professional Responsibility has never publicly said what charges Northcott was facing. In 2019, he faced complaints after saying gay people weren't entitled to domestic protections and that all Muslims are evil. Northcott released a statement last week saying he had been attacked over the past two years for refusing to disavow his closely held Christian beliefs under the threat of losing his law license. The Laverne Police Department getting a new chief. Burrell Chip Davis was named to the position Tuesday. Davis has 22 years of experience in law enforcement, including 17 years with the Laverne PD. He'd been serving as their interim chief since October. Columbia police officer being hailed as a hero after he risked his own life to pull a woman from an exploding home. 
It happened early Friday morning when a home on Rinks Court in the Riverside neighborhood caught fire and oxygen tanks inside the house began exploding. Columbia Police Corporal Alan Irvin ran into the house and found 37-year-old April Chumley lying near the front door. Neighbors say the woman is a severely disabled, non-communicative, and incapable of escaping the inferno on her own. Irvin grabbed hold of the woman and pulled her to safety, saving her life. A bill is being introduced to put questions regarding marijuana use on the ballot in 2022. If the bill passes, it would include three informational questions on the ballot related to marijuana legalization. Voters would be asked if the state should legalize medical marijuana, decriminalize possession of less than an ounce of pot, and should the state legalize and regulate commercial sales of recreational marijuana. News on demand 24-7 at our website, WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too. Ribs so tender don't need to chew. Well, come on, folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The slick pig barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers inviting you in to see our Waterford Crystal Collection to commemorate that special occasion. At Bell Jewelers, we have a nice selection of Swiss watches like the Longine, and then we also have the Seiko collection. So stop in. We can personalize the back for a special occasion with engraving. Come by and see us at Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon. A blend of clouds and sunshine develops a high in the low 90s. Southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 71. You can see $6 movies on Mondays at Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. That's right, catch a new movie for just six bucks every Monday. Plus 46 ounce popcorn, just $2 at Premier Six Theater on Mondays. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back. And now, Adrian. Andrea. 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 <laughs> or Aya. Just say Aya. 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 There you go. There you go. How do you spell Aya? A-Y-A. Just a plain A-Y-A. Yes. Now, why, how did you get that uh, nickname? Well, I was named by my cousin Tyler, who couldn't uh-huh. say Andrea. Uh-huh. And he called me Aya. And I've I couldn't say Andrea either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we found that out. She's yep. been Aya a long time. Yeah. My first friend was my cousin Tyler. And now I'm married to a Tyler, not the same person. I have to specify that in the South. <laughs> well, it depends on how far down the cousins are going to go. That's the way it is down here. Uh, t- t- tell me what your husband does, do, will do. 
Well, we actually started a hotshot trucking company in the middle of COVID. Ooh. Yes. So we just kind of figured, well, sink or swim. You know, if you're going to be successful in the middle of COVID, you'll be successful later on. Did you wear a mask in the truck? No. So we didn't have to do anything. Tell me why. Wait a minute. What did you do? So hotshot is trucking. Yeah. So you're always outdoors. You're mm-hmm. never going inside talking to people hardly ever. It's yeah. all outdoors. You're hauling equipment, farming equipment. Uh, we do a lot of metal, like metal for boats. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of that. Now we have direct customers. But when we started it, we had to go to what's called a load board. And it's where you pick up loads from um, different brokers. Mm-hmm. So companies around, let's say Murfreesboro, mm-hmm. will hire... A, bro- a brokerage yeah. for any transport services that they need. Mm-hmm. And they'll post their needs on this load board, and you have to bid on it. I've never heard of that well, before. Well, yeah. it's sort of like shipping wars yes. on TV. Yeah. That's exactly well, what I still like. don't. I, I, I don't watch don't, TV. Yeah, the, the audience probably does. Yeah. Well, I hope they, they don't. they got TVs. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, now, now uh, that's, that's pretty unique, isn't it? It is. I, I don't think I've ever heard anything that's equal to that around here. Not many people know about it. So we yeah. pretty much haul everything that <clears throat> excuse me, that won't fit on a semi. So like smaller loads, mm-hmm. we can haul up to about 12,100 12, pounds, smaller loads that they don't want to hire a big semi to take. Yeah. And a lot of our stuff needs to be expedited quickly. So that's what we do. Did you have a lot of competition in that when you started it? Or how, how you always do. How, how much study work did you have to do to understand what that particular business would be like? A lot. And my husband Tyler started it, and his dad started his own business. Uh huh. So they kind of bounced off of each other a lot. And his dad has helped us a lot because um, he, oh, what was he? He was in director of operations for something, and that's how he started it. Yeah. He saw these guys coming in and doing hot shot trucking yeah. and saw that they were doing all right. And he was in for a career change and wanted to start his own business in Dallas. And Tyler kind of followed suit doing his own thing. He, he sounds pretty uh, bright. Because anybody mm, can figure out something <laughs> like that. He's and he is. He knows well. how to talk to people. He's an entrepreneur through and through. Did he did he do a study on your family before he married you? No, he did not, and thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, when you started talking about that, I, I said, "This is going to be an interesting conversation." Yep. Because whenever something, when you get our age, I'm talking about Bobby and Larry, of course, and and myself. Sometimes we kind of. Uh, step in a hole, and we we um, need a little help every yeah. once in a while. Every time that happens, you start heading toward Tennessee. Yep. Well, well what what it, what is the relationship between you and your grandparents? I would say it's a strong relationship. It's a loving relationship. Yeah. Most days, unless they're misbehaving, then I feel like I have two more children. <laughs> well, they're, they're so interesting, their relationship is. I, I love them. I, lo- I love having them on because they're, they're constantly picking at each other. And, and I, think that they, I think they love it. They do. Yeah. 
And uh, I don't know how poor little Bobby has, has done it all these years. Bless her heart. She stays sick and hurt all the time. Poor uh, little Bobby started yeah. her fair uh, share of uh, the spatting. Uh, yeah. Yes. The, uh, back to a Andrea, Aya. She's got two children that love to come to the Big Red Barn. That's what they called it at my house because we're always outside doing something. Yeah. Of course, they're outside at home because they don't even have, they don't have cable TV. They don't watch TV. Good for them. That's what I see. They don't watch TV, and, and you know they don't play with their telephone. Mm -hmm. They they get their homework and. Uh, Go outside. Yes, they play outside a lot. But the, the trucking business that we started actually yeah. allowed us to um, come back home more to Tennessee. Because what happened was last summer, um, oil and gas went down, and it was like we couldn't find any loads around there, but Tennessee was booming. Mm -hmm. So we came back, and they allowed us to stay with them, and they had room for us to put our truck and trailer. And... It allowed for a lot of family time, that's for sure. And with my other grandparents, my Mima, mm -hmm. who ended up passing of COVID in December. Oh, that's uh, right. Awful. Yeah, it, it's, it's caused a lot of problem in a lot of places that COVID has. Now, are, are you thinking about maybe uh, having a permanent business here in this community? Oh, I'm sure my entrepreneur husband would love that. And I'm sure he'd be able to talk with a lot of people. So how would how would, would you how would you adjust to uh, Rutherford County in the Middle Tennessee area, and how would you get with all the businesses that need to have some type of uh, background on what you actually offer? Well, we have a Facebook account. So our company name is Dark Horse Hotshot LLC. Where'd that name come from? Well, Dark Horse means like the underdog. Yeah. Right, so I understand that. Yeah, dark horse, and then yeah. hot shot is the type of trucking that we do. Yeah, hot shot trucking. My brother works for John Deere Hudson's, John Deere in Paducah, Kentucky, mm -hmm. and uh, he gets some jobs. You know, going to get a tractor, going to get a uh, not a four wheeler, but them gators and mm -hmm. things like that. So uh, he helps Tyler some when he can. Yeah. What are the, the limits as far as what you can or can't haul? As long as it's under 12,100 pounds, we can haul it. Are you out there? Uh, and we have a 30, we have a 25 by 5 trailer. Yeah. So, uh, is, is that you can just drop everything at the drop of a hat and just somebody uh, asks for, they they want you to, to be there right away and deliver something? How? What is the limit as far as how far you would go? Uh, Tyler's been all the way up to upstate New York. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, I know. Sort of like Smokey and the Bandit. You know, when they were, what were they hauling? Beer. Yeah. Beer. Curse. An elephant yeah. at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you threw my mind off. but <laughs> That ain't hard to do. Uh, well, that's true. Um do you have uh, any c competitors that are nationally known for exactly what you do? Because it, it sounds like some of the, a little bit about uh, some of these people that do a lot of shipping mm -hmm. all across the country. At you know, you call and we we go those type things. No, not really, because. Um 
the goal for us was to get local customers uh-huh. so we didn't have to go to lo- load board and bid on loads. That's and, in Dallas, right? Well, No, uh, in, in Oklahoma. Yes. I'm in Oklahoma now. And now that we have local customers who are loyal to us, um, I mean, we've heard lo- local customers tell us that, you know, Joe Blow off the street who has a hot shot came in and tried to drop off their information, but we told them we already had a guy, you mm-hmm. know, but... I guess. Well, you, you've got ones. such a good personality. I think that well, helps. Well, thank you. And you, and you, and, and the way you uh, come up here and take care of Grandma and and Granddad and stuff like that. Um, but how many uh, employees do you have? It's just me and Tyler Barber. And I don't, I don't drive a truck or trailer. I mainly do. Moral I'm moral support, invoices, taking You do care all of the, the lifting of, of two tons and stuff like support. that. Emotional support. Well, yeah. Miles is in school, and that kind of handicaps her from coming. And, yeah, uh, Miles and Marina. They're starting a new school next year, mm-hmm. as he'll be going to, and you'll be... I won't uh, be working there, so I'll be working. I work at a church called hmm. New Beginnings, and, and a little Mother's Day Out program. Yeah. Well, they're also starting a university model school. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the children go and have a private education. Hmm. And it's this is more popular in Dallas. Um, this is only the second, stu- the second school in the Tulsa area to open that's like this. Yeah. So you get the private education on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, you know, Common Core, whatever, and then also Spanish, PE, music, things like that. And then on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you homeschool. But it's mm. all lessons prepared by a teacher. Yeah. And the whole benefit of, of this is that it's smaller class sizes. Mm-hmm. Your kids not being left behind. It's individualized plan mm-hmm. for your kids. They kind of meet them where they're at. And um, at home, it's increased time with your kids. And I like doing that. And with Miles, he's been having some trouble in school, not behavioral, but uh, we think he has dyslexia. Yeah. So he needs more support that way. And he also needs some speech therapy, which I would rather, I would want to take him to that outside of school. Mm-hmm. And in public school, you know, they have to pull him out. If he has dyslexia or anything like that, they have to pull him out to a special ed room and do all that and my sister has dyslexia she always said that she hated that because it always made her feel indifferent that she couldn't do everything that her peers can do and I don't want that for miles but you can work at it Mm -hmm. and and become pretty successful with that yes and and you uh, I'm sure that by listening to you um, do you recommend that type of education for the young people it seems like their larry course was in education for many many years and it was very successful and he had the personality for it mm-hmm. um, <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but but it, it it seems like that there is a lot of movement going away from public schools Two things like that, uh, what you're involved with. Yes, and I forgot to mention, but it is a Christian school. Mm-hmm. It's in a church. I figured I didn't need to say that. But um, in this crazy world, I think we need to do everything that we can, if you are a believer, to um, just further instill those values in them, especially when they're young. Mm-hmm. That way they know what they stand on. 
when this when they go out into the crazy world, they always know what their values are. Yeah. And I think it's more important to, you know, when we were young, it wasn't anything for us to go to public school eight hours a day and be surrounded by people that may not believe the same things that we do or whatever. But now it's, I, th I really think that it is different. And with this university model, you have control over what your kids are being taught. Yeah. And they're further instilling those Christian values that are going to be, it's really more important now than ever. I mean, this world, yeah, I do worry it, about it. It is a mess. Yeah. Now, would you consider Tulsa a uh, conservative area, kind of like we are here? Um, Rutherford County is an extremely conservative. Yes. Uh, so we do not have a blue county in the state of Oklahoma. It's very conservative. Um, I believe the problem is that the teachers' union is very democratic. They, I think last year... They donated about a couple million. I could be wrong, mm -hmm. but they donated money to the Democratic Party. So I don't know. And I've heard of people who have kids in our school district mm -hmm. and surrounding. I mean, everyone has the same story. It's they get older. They start going to high school. They start um, some teachers like to press their values and their what they believe is right yeah that you might not necessarily agree with and that, I don't, that shouldn't be allowed exactly and i mean and i don't agree with it either way if you're republican or democrat yeah don't push any of that on my kids you just tell it how it is tell it how it happened you know you'd let kids have your have their own minds yeah yeah teach the abc's basics history how it is and cursive Cursive writing. Do you get to, well, I'm sure that you get to choose the type of books and subjects that you teach there. Yes. And, and I think that's what a lot of people have moved outside of public school education so that they can formulate things that are going to be positive for their kids as far as uh, how the parents believe and, mm -hmm. and, and those type things. I've seen a lot of that going on, even in and around here. Uh, so um, the teachers' union, uh, are, are we talking about a national? Yes. The National Educators Association, I believe that's what it is. Yeah. Well, and there's well who a, actually controls the thought process of that? I don't really the know. Commissioner of Education in Washington, D.C. And public education has shot themselves in the foot by going out here and taking every tangent that comes through and putting it in the curriculum. Mm -hmm. And then anytime you put something new in, you have to take something out because there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. And so uh, we go up to the Amish settlement a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, the old guy that taught up there, I asked him what he taught, and he said what they need to know. Yeah. The little nine-year-old, his daughter, uh, I uh, bought some stuff in, from them one day, and she weighed it, mm -hmm. figured it up, said it'd be $17 and a quarter. I gave her a 20 she gave me back three quarters and said that'd be 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Now, that's the way we were taught to do it. And I'd venture to say we probably couldn't have found a nine-year-old in Rutherford County mm -hmm. that could have done it because we've gotten away from teaching that and start teaching something else. They made something simple be complicated, with, especially with math. Yeah. But, but the thing that bothers me even more than that 
is the history. Well, uh, changing the history of this country doesn't really make any sense at all. It's ridiculous. Yeah. History is history. Whether yeah. you like it or not, it's history. Yeah. And uh, Well, it teaches us that we don't want to do some of the things that have, were in our history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need to go another route. So well, if you didn't have history to show how you messed up, you don't know how to improve. Mm -hmm. We're kindly going back. You know, Adolf Hitler said, if you keep saying something long enough and loud enough, a lot of people will believe it. That's exactly what's happening in this country right Especially now. Especially when you're burning all the history that we honored during our time in school. Right. I mean, whether you like it or not, in 1860-something, we had a division in this country, and uh, we had a president of the South and a president of the North. Now, we don't want to recognize Robert E. Lee, yeah. uh, even though, I mean, that's history. Mm -hmm. And he was the number one choice of the North to be their head general, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. But he, what did he tell them? He says he's... He, he felt like that he lived in Virginia, and he needed to represent the people of Virginia. You know, there, there was no clashes on, on, on the problems that were going on in this country. And then you take those uh, people, whether they're fighting for the north or the south, many of them lost their lives, and they lost their families, and they lost their lands. Fought against their brothers. Yeah, they fought against each other, and now the... They they seem to be the the enemy of this country. It, it just uh, it doesn't make any no, sense. No, it don't. And you know, all these left wing uh, uh, people are pushing something to destroy what our country was originally formulated it for. It probably won't be long till we'll be driving on the opposite side of the road because they do in Germany or somewhere. Uh, it, it's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. They do. I have to give up my license. <laughs> do you do you have a uh, doing all that t uh, teaching? Uh, it's almost like home teaching. But uh, you you do you uh, share a lot of the information that you're teaching to your kids with other kids, and and um, do you kind of um, relate back of what it's going to do for the kids once they get. Uh, become adults and th and they have start having their own families. Um, I guess so. I mean, I really think you know, and I tell Miles a mm -hmm. lot. You know, the reason why we do these things, we have to teach you right from wrong. We have yeah. to because you're going to be a man one day and you're going to have a family of your own, and we want you to stand on these values. He yeah. started crying yesterday because I told him. <laughs> I said, you know, the reason why you got in trouble is because he lied to me yesterday. Uh-oh. And he got in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting down explaining to him. I said, you have to get in trouble when you do something wrong. Yeah. You know, there's consequences to every action that you make. I said, and I want you to be a good Christian man one day. You're going to have your own family. He started crying. He said, but, Mom, I can't drive a car and I can't back up a truck. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. <laughs> the thing about it, he lied. When the truth would have fit better. Yeah. I mean, the truth would not have gotten him in trouble. I mean, mm. he didn't finish his pizza, and she. Neither did his sister. That, so it's that, like that was okay yeah. if the crust was hard. But then he went on through the way and told his mama he ate it all. Well, 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 how does the punishment fit the crime? Well, probably the the Department of Human Services would be out here 
within two seconds if they heard what she she it's did to him. It's lonely standing in a corner. <laughs> he got in timeout. You know, they hardly allow that nowadays. But Oh, that's pretty uh, easy to... Something like well, that. We would have had it when I was growing up, <laughs> don't you? When she says, find a corner, they find a corner, and they sit there and stand there until she says, now okay some, to come out. It breaks my heart. Some people, I won't mention any names, but used to put her son in time out, but made sure he could see the TV when cartoons was on. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Was it Looney Tunes? Throwing the <laughs> rabbit in the briar patch, his, that was it. But uh, it worked, you know. None of them, none of them know how to behave anymore. I don't reckon. I, you're like uh, we were. Uh, I would always read to our kids, and I'd read them a book every night when they went to bed, and and uh, I enjoyed it, and and I think they did too. And it established a good relationship between uh, dad and and mom and and the young ones. We've got a book, and Ridge loves it, and it's the about the hole in the log or the fish in the hole. He knows it word by word. And he and Mimi will mess up and he'll correct her. But he loves that book. And Tyler had his favorite book we had There's to read. There's a hole in the log at the bottom of the lake. I thought it was the bottom of the sea. No, no, no. you're on a different Well, mine, mine, <laughs> mine would log. be that. Why do I have to be like you? I don't know. It's, it's scary. It is scary. So you absolutely enjoy it, but you're making a big difference in, in your children's lives. Yes, and I feel like um, homeschooling and um, doing the university model where they have that private education, mm-hmm. you can see what your kids are being taught, and you have control over it, especially when it's Christian curriculum. Mm-hmm. So they tie certain things um, back into the Bible. Oh, you know, like for evolution, you know, yeah. God made, this is what we believe, but this is what other people also yeah. believe so it's not a one-sided this is what we do it's a this is what we believe this is what some people say mm-hmm. you know differences like that i noticed that when the covid virus first hit and that the children were uh, doing virtual learning and all that other type stuff um and the parents got more involved in actually seeing what was being taught in the classroom it made a big difference in how most people uh, react, would react to the type of education that was being pushed on the young ones. Yeah, because a lot of it isn't even political. It's um, just I want to be the one to teach them these things. Yeah. There's um, some people who don't agree with the sex ed trading that's going on. You know, it's not even all about history and political. It's I want to have these conversations with my son and with Marina mm-hmm. about what's going on. I say my son because Marina's still in pre-K. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and talk to her about all these things. I will have to eventually, but... Well, think yeah. about what you do for your kids and, and what the reality will be for the future of your young ones. Mm-hmm. And think about there's so many young people that have nobody whatsoever uh, working with them in their lives and that's why we have such a mess going on right now in our country. And I never thought being uh, uh, in law enforcement for much of my life that uh, I would be seeing people turning against police officers who are trying to arrest 
many of them are felons, mm -hmm. and they end up having to shoot them, and it causes a, a riot in all most of these big towns, and, and, it, and it, it, it's all just um, one-sided. Everything is one-sided now. Even even the media. And you were talking about Germany uh, in their particular thoughts. And if you keep pushing and pushing it on the people, they finally will just give in. And I don't think that's going to happen here in this country. I hope it don't. Because I, I think that we have responsible people. And it's up to you uh, to make sure that your children are going to follow the right direction. Mm -hmm. The next generation is going to have to take over. You know, from yeah. your parents and everything. So you try to teach them values, love and care and kindness. But it's also a generational thing. Like the reason why I feel so strongly about all these things is because of the way I was raised by my parents. Mm -hmm. But it's also the way that they were raised by their parents. Yeah. You know, taking time to invest in your child and do all these things and trying to teach them right from wrong and consequences you know everybody has free will but if you instill them when they're young they're going to have a conscience later yeah and say you know what maybe i shouldn't do that or if they mess up they're going to say i messed up i need to own up to it and not just not take any accountability for anything i think sometimes they blame it too much on the parents when you you have the media that have these so-called experts you're not supposed to spank your child and that's abuse and all these things Every one of us in our generation, we pretty much, uh, we answered to that whipping when we did something wrong, and it made a big difference in how I reacted. Uh, it mm -hmm. made me behave, yeah. I know that. I, well, I broke a record at Kittrell for spanking. That's what I heard. And I, I would have I never made it through if it hadn't been for that. Uh, Mr. David Yeard was probably the one that gave you my His name. wife. <laughs> fifth, she was my fifth grade teacher, and she had five paddles, and I went through every one of them. Well, I'm sure you deserve to go through about ten. Well, I, I, I hate to even admit it, but you know who? Uh, a lot of people say the best man in Rutherford County is Bud Mitchell, and I would not deny that. I go along with it wholeheartedly. Now, Bud and I, I think we both broke records going through school. That's probably why Bud's a good guy today. Well, he, he, he's one of the best people I've ever known in my life. And one of the best ones you'll ever know. And, and you were one of the best teachers that ever was in Rutherford I'd County. I'd like to think that I made a difference. And uh, Very few principals get the reactions that you have because you have followed them from the time, of course, back then, first grade, all the way through their lives, and they still get in touch with you, and thank you. I was you. blood drawn out the medical clinic Monday, and, uh, of course, everybody out there wears masks, and I was walking back, and this little girl said, would you be the Larry Stewart that was principal at Las Casas? And I'm thinking, now, she's fixing to stick me. Mm -hmm. Do I answer that correctly? I said, yeah, I am. And she said, I went there, I said, take your mask off. She said, I said, oh, yeah. And she told me who her teachers were. And, you know, that, that means a lot to me that kids remember who their teachers are. I remember yeah. every teacher I ever had. And uh, the good ones and the bad ones. And uh, But uh, I don't think they don't, they don't get You let them. your teachers teach, and you let them have a relationship with the kids. It, and, yeah, that's right. And we... You know, I always said, if a kid comes to school 
crying. There's something wrong. Yeah. And they, especially when they're six, yeah. they need a lap to sit in. And, buddy, we let them sit there. Miss Sarah Turner has rocked a many of them till they quit crying. And they've sat in my lap in the office. And, and you know, and I would still do that if I was still teaching. But a lot of people say, oh, you can't do that anymore. Uh, I was telling my buddy Mike, uh, I had a girl when she was in kindergarten, and Mama brought one of them little pin needles that if you get stung by a wasp, Mm-hmm. You have to take it. Yeah. And she said, now, if she don't get this shot within 15 minutes, she'll die. Mm. Will you give it to her? I said, sure, Will. <clears throat> well, the other principal said, oh, man, you crazy, you crazy. I said, the kid's going to die if I don't. Now, who in their right mind would say, no, I'm not going to do that? It just don't make sense to who me. Who put him in that position to be a principal is what I want to know. Well, that's, you, you know, it, it, a lot of principals saw it different than I did, and I understand that, and I'm not saying they were wrong, but I'm saying that's the way I did it. Well, you did it the correct way. In in the child's um, education and their um, uh, relationships with people who are uh, the ones that are trying to make sure that they're successful, that that's a big thing. I, I remember when we had the school resource officer program, and Bubba Howe, uh, um, called me and he said he wanted to do it because he, first he didn't want to do it but but after a while he said I want to do it I want to see I want to be with the kids and I, I want to give them an opportunity to see what law enforcement officers are about and and have a relationship with them but if they want some help to come and see me yeah. And it was amazing what went on in some of these homes here yeah, in this community. It, it was, and uh, those resource officers, those kids would talk to them yeah. when they wouldn't talk to somebody else. Yeah, and they felt safe. Role. But Bubba Howe's daddy Pusher. was a principal, and he was also the resource officer. <laughs> the, yeah. you, you knew who was in charge when you walked into Pusher House School. Yeah. No doubt about it. Hey, uh... Speaking of that, and we're talking about school resource officers, do you feel pretty confident that uh, your uh, children that, that, that you're uh, with will have a good relationship with other children? Do you feel like that the, the strength of being taught at home and all the values makes it something that they can stand up to when they get into a... Uh, a conversation with someone who really doesn't have the same thoughts that they do. I believe so. And um, so the point of the university model school is also to have a community of like-minded parents and children. Mm -hmm. And so we all believe the same things. It's not like there's a bad crowd or, you know what I mean? Or someone who believes differently. But I believe if we instill it while they're young, you know, train up a child in the way they should go, and later they will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. Um, once they get older, like I said, they'll know right from wrong. Where do you get Where do you get that university inside the uh, title of the school? That it's actually a university mm-hmm. model school is what they call it, mm-hmm. and it's where it's private school Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then it's prepared lessons at home for the parents to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just what it's called. It's a, I believe that's how they, I don't know, because it's, 
I don't really know how to explain it. That's just what it's called. I, I was uh, listening to something the other day, and they were talking about um, university-level education and things like that, and they went on and on about maybe we need to extend high schools to be able to um, teach their kids on up into the university level. Now, of course, I, I don't have a big... Uh, the universities have been some of our biggest problems. And some of it is the kids going to school can't afford it, and, and then they end up deep in debt. And But uh, something even more is... Um, and I think we're doing this more here than than we used to, is teaching them skills that they have a particular gift for. And it, it's, it's um, by listening to them on television, um, one of the local ones, I don't do the national ones, but one of the local, they don't really, they push something in the wrong direction and I think that's a lot of what uh, moms like you do reaching out to the kids I think you have that perspective in the right direction as far as what what you want to teach them they they, they, they seem to get all out in left field and 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 the things that they're uh, promoting are it's not really a positive type situation they read things wrong and I think they do it deliberately Teach them what they need to know. Yeah. And uh, we're going back to teaching kids how to make a living. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. We got away from that uh, for a while, and I think Bill Spurlock is one of the big fans, I know Don Oldham was, yeah. of going back and teaching them how to make a living. Yeah. And, you know, uh, over half of them are not, don't want to go to college, so... Why teach them college courses if they don't want to go? Teach them welding or whatever, uh, plumbing, uh, whatever, working on air conditioners. Just what makes those people in Washington so much smarter than we are and th they feel like that uh, the things that they're sending down to Rutherford County to be taught is uh, the correct way over our local people, uh, like when you were uh principal over at Las Casas, uh, you you stood up to that a lot, but a lot of it, they're made to teach that in the classroom, aren't they? The people, a lot of the people in charge in Washington, D.C., are educated beyond their intelligence. Yeah. They think they're a whole lot smarter than what they are, and yeah. there's nobody that's lived in Washington, D.C. all their life that knows what we need in Rutherford County. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And I'll argue that till, till I'm six feet under, but uh, that's what's happening. And But thank God our administration in Rutherford County are standing up to them. Well, they're going to have to. That's right. And, and if you look at each state... It's a, it's a different country. Each yeah. state is a different country in the way that people want things and need. But you look at those that are massed together, like in New York and L.A. and San Francisco and, yeah, and Chicago and places like that, and, and they're sp supposed to be so far ahead of everybody. The basic thing is they're losing. The, and if, and if, 
if if they maintain the the thought process for the rest of the country, we're in bad trouble. Uh, a good example is sitting right here. Bobby went to school in Detroit. Yeah. And when they would move back to Falls from Kentucky and she'd start to school, she'd be behind. But the old people in Detroit thought to all them old country boys down there in Kentucky, they don't know anything. Yeah. See, they were educated beyond their intelligence. Yeah. Uh, so that's living proof. Her mother had to teach her stuff that they didn't teach her in Detroit because she needed to know it in Kentucky. Roman numerals, which I don't know what the value of that is, know which Super Bowl it is. But anyway, that was part of the curriculum, and she didn't have it, but she had to get it from Mama. Isn't that something? Yeah. Now, how do you want me to pronounce your name again? Aya. A Y A. Yeah. Yes, or Andrea. Andrea. Who 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 gave you that nickname? I forgot. I may Tyler have Randolph. My son. <laughs> Tyler did it. Yeah. Well, I am very proud of you, hon. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad I, we we got to have you on. This yes, is special. Thank you for having me. I, I love being with the, the the Stewart bunch, you might say. Now, your last name is not Stewart. Not anymore. No. It's what? Barber. Barber. Mm-hmm. Where'd that name come from? My husband, Tyler Barber. <laughs> see, you see what I've been telling you? But was you? his family a bunch of barbers that cut hair? Or what? You know, that's where... I, that, You're a Jones. Well, huh? his daddy's bald, so I doubt it came from... <laughs> oh, I hope oh. he's not listening. <laughs> You're talking about educate beyond their intelligence. I think we might have one right here. Are you looking over here toward me? I certainly am. <laughs> it didn't take much to go beyond mine. I can oh, tell you that right now. It sure did. <laughs> All right, guys. We want to thank our local listeners for tuning in every day. Yep, yep. Anything else? I'm good. All right. I hope your uh, ankle gets better, Bobby. It's, 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 it's getting dried up and better. Yeah. And she looks good for somebody who wasn't supposed to even be here today. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Hope your doctor's not listening. <laughs> right. The doctors are right here. Some of us are staying home and resting your ankle. Well, it'll be all right. All right, guys. We'll see you in morning. Don Ash, our uh, state senior judge, will be on with us in the morning. It's going to be special. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.